tell us about the election. Well, I've worked it out. But first of all, is it going to rain next week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I no, I've I just worked it out that with all the, you know, the, obviously the polls, you have to be very wary of, yes. of what they say. Mm -hmm. But if if looking at Zemmour and uh, Le Marine Le Pen that are going to split the votes to yes. the right, I think Pécresse has a good chance of winning the second round. I said that last week. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Um, see that Nicolas Sarkozy has sort of basically poo-pooed her and sort of um, swung his colours behind Emmanuel Macron. Well, I know, but then again this morning, you see, they were kind of saying it was a bit shocking that uh, the mayor of Nice has gone from Sarkozy to backing Macron because yeah, but they this don't is... really agree, do they? I mean, Ma Sarkozy was a Republican and Macron kind of did, you know... Yes, he was started off as a socialist and then moved further to the, yeah. to the right. But um, the whole of French politics is a complete mess and the left wing's finished. The, the middle ground doesn't really know where uh, where it is anymore because the, the more moderate elements of the Socialist Party were leaning towards the centre and then the more moderate areas of the Republicans are leaning towards the centre. But the, that's what Le Republican Marche Macron's party really is now. Mm. I can't believe as well that it's so late before you declare yourself a candidate. I would have thought that... Macron would have had to have done it by now. He's the president, though, isn't he? He can do what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt that, that, that France is moving further towards the right, and there's a lot of talk about clamping down on immigration and reducing benefits and the rest of it. Mm. Obviously, people are very worried about it, but uh, I don't think it's particularly healthy. You know, the, a populist will tell you that they can get rid of all your problems, pick on a minority and it'll all be better. But as we've seen in history in the past, it doesn't work out like that. But uh, I think Macron's going to do it. But I, I do, do think... Do you see the French electing a, a woman president? I, I think that'd be a really good but idea. Do you, do you think they would yeah. do that? Or do you think people that no, would think hold so. them back? We've had, we've had a French Prime Minister, a female French Prime Minister before, haven't we? Mm. So there's no reason why they shouldn't uh, vote a woman in. I don't know that much about Valérie Pécresse, and that's, that's where I think that she might fail, because she's a bit of an unknown quantity. Um, but uh, who knows? I mean, Zamor is trying to destroy the right wing. He said that well, he, he wants yeah. to destroy the whole of the right wing, including mm. the Republicans, the National Front. He wants one party, which is all grouped under his banner, um, so the more extreme elements of the Republicans will go towards him and some National Front voters will desert Marine Le Pen. I think she's finished, actually. I think this is the she's last... She said it's the last yeah, year that she I don't think she's going to recover from yeah. this. Um, yeah, but I can see a second round between Macron and Pécresse, but so uh, with Macron winning. You think he'll win. OK. But with a reduced majority, for sure. Well, maybe I'll stick to football predictions then. No, I don't know. I think it's a valid point. You know, I, I said that I thought Pecres would sneak into I just the second can't, yeah, round. As, as you say, it's the, the way that it's being divided and the, the share of votes and the two rounds, of course, which allow it to, to then happen, don't they? That's why often in France we have in the past had far right and right up against each other. Yeah, and uh, also periods of cohabitation, which I think mm. is a stupid system, because unless you've got one party governing, then you can't get anything through, as we saw with Mitterrand and Chirac, and then, uh, and then Chirac and Jospin later on. So, yeah, it's a bit of a silly system, but it has its advantages as well. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur. 
The London Times reports that Boris Johnson is expected to be among 50 people in Downing Street will be questioned by police over lockdown breaching parties. Detectives will begin sending formal questionnaires at the end of this week, asking about their participation in 12 alleged parties. The Prime Minister attended six of the events. They included a Bring Your Own Booze number 10 garden party, a gathering to celebrate his 56th birthday in the Cabinet Room, and an alleged party in his flat to celebrate the departure of Dominic Cummings, who was his chief advisor. He also attended three leaving parties. Police sources said that Johnson was likely to be questioned over his involvement in the events. The questionnaires have formal legal status and those receiving them will have seven days to complete and return them. At the Met earlier announced it would also review its decision not to investigate another event, a Christmas quiz on the 15th of December 2020, after a picture of Mr Johnson was leaked to the press. The photo, published by the Daily Mirror, showed Mr Johnson with three aides, two in tinsel and a Santa hat with a bottle of Prosecco. A statement from police said the Met previously assessed this event and determined on the basis of the evidence available at that time it did not meet the threshold for criminal investigation, but uh, that photo is now being re-examined. In this morning's Le Monde, inspired by Canadian truckers, a freedom convoy of French drivers has taken to the roads to reach Paris by Saturday to join a demonstration over the Covid vaccine pass and other social issues. Organised via social media platforms, the protesters plan to uh, meet in Brussels on Monday, uh, February the 14th. Thousands of French citizens from all backgrounds have been called up via Facebook groups and the encrypted messaging service Telegram to drive towards Paris, in particular to protest against the vaccine pass, which has been in place in France since January the 24th. Die Welt reports that the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz was cautiously optimistic yesterday that security in Europe would be maintained despite uncertainty over Russia's intentions in Ukraine. Uh, Mr Scholz said much has happened in reference to a recent flurry of diplomacy that he suggested marked progress and the efforts to avoid conflict. The task is that we ensure the security of Europe, he said, and I believe that that will be achieved. Uh, he was speaking during a joint press conference with the Danish Prime Minister Mette Friedrichsen. In this morning's Figaro, civil society, business leaders and policymakers have met in Brest for the One Ocean Summit, where issues such as sea levels, plastic pollution, economic development and education will take centre stage. Several initiatives are expected to be unveiled during a meeting hosted by French President Emmanuel Macron. The summit, which runs until Saturday, will look at the effects of climate change, conservation, tourism, fishing, pollution and how coastal cities can tackle rising sea levels. BBC World Service News live from London is coming up next. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Nice Premium Motors, Bayern Avenue Cannes, BMW Store Monaco and JPV Fréjus. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. Thrilling Thursday pop quiz. Certainly is, and it's all to do with the theme for Feel Good Friday. So anything beginning with L, well, O, G, to be, E, well, L. Well, that would be four, so I've chosen three of the letters. Question number one, this is a song where the title begins with L. It was by Squeeze. The song reached... Labelled with love. Correct. It reached top ten in the UK singles chart. It peaked at which number? Uh, six. No, it was four. Which year? Oh my God, 82? Oh, close, 81. All right. Question number two. This song by Pink Floyd begins with the letter V. Vera. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's because I said Does it earlier. Does anybody remember? That one. Yes, yeah. very good. Vera. <laughs> and finally, this song begins with the title, and it's like your dear self. It begins with the, sorry, the letter E, and was by the Commodores. Easy. <laughs> yes. Like a Sunday morning. <laughs> 
That's a hat trick. That is a hat trick. That was very. It was easy. A bona fide hat trick. Where is it then? Old Lionel Rich T. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Sarah Lys has the top stories across the Riviera. According to figures from Public Health France, the number of hospitalised COVID patients continues to decline along with the number of those in intensive care. There are currently 32,878 patients hospitalised with COVID in France, of which 2,614 were admitted in the last 24 hours. And the number of intensive care patients also fell to 3,503 on Wednesday. In Monaco, 42 new cases of COVID were declared on Wednesday, bringing the total number of residents affected to 8,922 since the beginning of the pandemic. And a 92-year-old resident who had tested positive for COVID died on Wednesday, bringing the total number of deaths to 49. The government has expressed its sincere condolences to the family and relatives of the deceased. 58 people are currently in hospital in the Principality being treated for COVID and 182 are being followed by the Home Monitoring Centre. On Wednesday, French government spokesperson Gabriel Attel said that there are, no, there are reasons to hope that the requirement for a vaccination pass may be lifted at the end of March or the beginning of April. Meanwhile, wearing a mask is no longer mandatory on chairlifts and ski lifts in France's ski resorts. The Freedom Convoy continues its journey to Paris today as it plans to arrive in the French capital this weekend to protest against government policy and the vaccine pass. On Wednesday, the first southern convoy left Nice, passing through the VAR, stopping at Brignol, Aix-en-Provence and Avignon. Other convoys set off on Wednesday from Bayon, Papignon and other French cities. Authorities in France are closely following the development of the Freedom Convoy movement in France, which is inspired by the action of Canadian truck drivers and also echoes that of the Yellow Vest movement. If all goes according to plan, the French Freedom Convoy is due to arrive in Paris this Friday. Motorists then plan to travel to Brussels next Monday. Employees of Thales, which specialises in the development of submarines and satellites are based in Antibes and Cannes, have planned blockades today against the company's wage policy. Unions have denounced the 3.5% limit for 2022, applicable from July the 1st, despite the group's good results. And today's action is the third Thursday of mobilisation by the employees of the company. Emergency services have intervened following a second gas leak in just two days in Antibes. The firefighters intervened on the Boulevard de la Garoupe on Wednesday morning. On Tuesday, it was residents in the Garoupe district of the Cap d'Antibes which were evacuated due to a similar incident. The French blood establishment, the EFS, has launched an appeal for donations, claiming that blood stocks in France are at their lowest and that there is a vital emergency to donate blood. Uh, to find out where you can donate blood, you can go to the dondesant.efs.sante.fr website or on the blood donation app. All burning of plants has uh, been prohibited in the Outmara team until February the 20th inclusive uh, due to the current dry weather conditions. The Prefecture added that the ban may be extended beyond this date if the weather conditions so require. 
Meanwhile, the VAR prefecture has called for efficient water management in the department. Meteo France have said that the start of 2022 is very dry, especially in the southeast, where some regions have not had a single day of rain uh, since the beginning of the year. The Monaco government has introduced new regulations regarding the use of drones. The new regulations, which have been in effect since February the 6th, have been reinforced an initial low-altitude airspace management system, which was introduced back in 2019. The new regulations aim to ensure better management of Monegasque airspace while adjusting national regulations to the technological developments in the aeronautics sector. And finally, ODC Nice are through to the semi-finals of the French Cup after beating Marseille last night 4-1 at the Alliance Stadium in Nice. The semi-finals will take place on the 2nd and 3rd of March. The final is scheduled for the 8th of May at the Stade de France. Riviera Radio, Sports News. It's day six of the Winter Games in Beijing, with Germany now leading the medals table. Germany has five gold medals and a total of eight, with Norway in second place with four golds and a total of ten, and Sweden in third with four golds and a total of seven. Eight medal events today in men's combined alpine skiing, women's classic cross-country skiing, mixed team aerial skiing, men's figure skating, men's team relay luge, women's half pipe, and men's snowboard cross, and women's 5,000 metres speed skating, if that's not enough for you. I was watching the luge yesterday and trying oh, to work out how they slow down. Still trying to work it out. They do use their legs a bit, to, and uh, at the end, the, the kind of the course flattens out, so they sort of slow down naturally using their legs. But it's highly dangerous. I mean, I think the Italian nearly came a cropper yesterday. You could have been splattered all over the wall if you hadn't watched out. Oh. And uh, still no medals for Great Britain. Well. And Finland, just the one still. Come on, Finland, we're counting on you. Football, four games in the English Premier League last night. Here are the details from BBC Sports. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Adam Samuel at the BBC Sports Centre. Manchester City have extended their lead at the top of the Premier League to 12 points after a 2-0 win over Brentford at the Etihad Stadium. Elsewhere, Tottenham Hotspur fell to a late 3-2 loss at home to Southampton as they faltered in their chase for the Champions League. In yet another thriller, 10-man Aston Villa and Leeds United drew 3-3 at Villa Park, that despite eight minutes of injury time, and Norwich City made it three games without defeat as they drew 1-1 at home against Crystal Palace. Premier League side Chelsea, meanwhile, beat Al-Hilal 1-0 and will now play Palmeiras in the final of Football's Club World Cup. Chelsea midfielder Mateo Kovacic says they must now take a rare opportunity. We need to appreciate this moment and to not take it for granted because to, to reach a World Cup final is very difficult and we are there. We are desperate to, to win this trophy. We could be the, the first players in, in Chelsea's history to bring this trophy to, to London. So we are happy that we are in, in such a, a big final and we will do everything to, to win it. Animal charity, the RSPCA, has taken West Ham defender Kurt Zuma's pet cats away from him. That's after videos emerged on social media of him kicking and slapping one of them. West Ham, meanwhile, say the player is remorseful and Sue Watson, chairwoman of their supporters' trusts, says Zuma now needs to understand just what he's done. If he thinks and his brother thinks that to treat an animal like that is OK, really does he, is it he's playing for West Ham, he's playing for whoever, and would he do it again? So I think there needs to be a really, really comprehensive and very rigorous training programme. He said he's sorry. I wonder if he understands why people are so angry with him. 
And for more football news from the BBC, go to bbc.com forward slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. What did he say? <laughs> Something about the a rare, rare opportunity. Rare, it was a rare opportunity. I don't like the sound of that. Uh, David, who requested uh, Ebenezer Goods and uh, is also a Spurs fan, I wonder if you'd consider pointing uh, Ebenezer Good as the new Spurs manager, because uh, after last night, well... Uh, two games tonight, as they were saying, uh, or he was saying, Liverpool against Leicester. Confident? Fingers crossed. You've got to win, really. Well, we have yeah, got to win, yeah. I know. I know. I will. will you win, though? We, well, yes. You're, you're going for a I'm Liverpool, going for a Liverpool win. win. And Wolves against Arsenal. Oh, well, as I saw Arsene Wenger the other day at Le Petit Maison, I'll go for Arsenal. He's not the manager now, though. No, I know, but I did say I would because I was dressed in I did have a red jumper on, you see. And what is that? Liverpool. I like your red jumper. Wolves, for me. <laughs> in English. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, in the English Championship last night, Blackburn lost 2 0 home to Nottingham Forest. Bournemouth beats Birmingham 3 1. Bristol City beat Reading 2 1. Cardiff beat Peterborough 4 0. Preston and Huddersfield drew 0 0. Uh, QPR and Middlesbrough drew 2 all. And uh, Sheffield United beat West Brom 2 0. I met Arsene Wenger at the airport once. Did you? Yeah, at Nice Airport. He was just getting an easier fly back to London when he was the Arsenal manager. Ah. I had a really nice chat with him. Oh, there you go. He said, Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do that act some more often. You might get somewhere with it. Get somewhere. <laughs> Show quite the door, in, probably. Quite endearing. <laughs> uh, in the Scottish Premiership, Aberdeen lost 3-2 at home to the leaders. Celtic, Dundee United beat Motherwell 2-0. Hearts lost 2-1 at home to Dundee. Rangers beat Hibs 2-0. Ross County and Livingston drew one all. And St Mirren beat St Johnston 2-1. You got me started now. Sarah's try cracking up in there. <laughs> Uh, we've done that, haven't we? He said Chelsea <laughs> had beaten Palmeiras of Brazil, so that's all right, because he told us about it. Uh, Formula One, the FIA says it is aware of radio messages from the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix that have raised questions about the title decider. The messages appear to be further evidence of race director Michael Massey reacting to Red Bull's suggestions as to how to end the safety car period. The FIA said it would be taking the messages into account during its investigation into the race. Meanwhile, Red Bull has launched its 2022 car without revealing all of its technical details. Team principal Christian Horner says that uh, the new regulations this season, the challenge is going to be difficult, but the motivation is sky high. The launch of the car was done via a video presentation and the media were not allowed to ask questions. And Lando Norris has signed a new contract at McLaren, which will keep him at the team until 2025. The 22-year-old who recently moved to Monaco. Haven't seen him, have you? No. No. Uh, he's seen as one of the rising stars of Formula One and caught the eye last season. He says the move sends a very strong message about his faith in McLaren's potential and that he's confident the team will improve to fight for race wins and championships. Here's the marine weather forecast. The coastal area is up to 20 miles offshore the Almara Seam and Navarre. The general situation high pressure, 1,030 millibars over the region. Uh, winds are southwesterly, force 4 to 6. The sea is moderate, visibility is good. Barometric pressure at Saint Jean Cap Ferrat, 1,024 millibars. And the outlook for Friday, partially cloudy, force 2 to 4. Northeasterly winds, slight seas, and good visibility. For North Corsica, winds are southwesterly, force 3 to 5, the sea is slight to moderate, visibility is good, barometric pressure at Cap Course, 1,030 millibars, and the outlook for Friday, partially cloudy, force 2 to 4 westerly winds, slight seas, and good visibility. Riviera Radio, weather.
Clear skies, moderate southwesterly winds, temperatures 15 to 17 degrees this afternoon, overnight lows 5 to 7 degrees with partially cloudy skies. Friday and the start of the weekend, partially cloudy highs of 13 to 15 degrees. It's funny who you meet at airports, isn't it? Um, I, met, I met the French rugby team once. Did well, all of them? All of them. They're all flying to... It, this was years ago. Uh, yeah, flying to the UK. I met Bobby Robson at Madrid Airport. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> we were both waiting for a transfer. And I met um, Rick Rice at Nice Airport, the former uh, Pink Floyd keyboardist. Oh, right. He's no longer... He's a really nice bloke, actually. We were waiting for some people to get off a flight from London. <laughs> Anyone else? I don't... I can't think of anybody no. else. Finally, <laughs> oh, I saw Pete Townsend in the lounge at Nice Airport once. Many people have met you at the airport, haven't they? Do they not come up to you and say... Mostly my wife. <laughs> right, we all have different tastes of music, whether it's pop, rock, hip-hop or classical. But a new study suggests that what we listen to actually says a lot about our personality and it's replicated the world over. Researchers led by the University of Cambridge found that Ed Sheeran's song Shivers is as likely to appeal to extra, extroverts in the UK as those living in Argentina or India. Those with neurotic traits in the US are also just as likely to be into Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit as people with a similar personality living in Denmark or South Africa. The study found that agreeable people, whatever that might be, uh, the world over will tend to like Marvin Gaye's What's Going On or Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's Shallow. Uh, but it does not matter where a conscientious person lives they're unlikely to enjoy Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> they got to number one, though, so that's not true. Apparently, well, not by any conscientious people. It must have been the agreeable people I thought, uh, and the neurotics it, that I got it to was one banned one. in Argentina. Argentina, really? Yeah. Why is he banned in Argentina? Because of the Falklands. Oh, really? <laughs> of course not. Oh, I don't know. I, you know me. I don't believe anything. Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, well, it's just, you know, it's I don't a, get a weak it. joke. It's gone over my head completely. Well,